the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about whether or not we are pleasing or serving. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I think this is a really valuable lesson for all of us. It's something that was recently taught to me in my current coaching program. And it was the concept of even understanding the difference between serving and pleasing. And I think that we all have a tendency to want to be likable, especially to the people around us. It's not unusual for us to hear people say or to see posts saying that, you know, they don't care what anybody else thinks, but that's really a facade because we want to be liked. And one of the fundamental natures within all of us is to be accepted and to be loved. And so when it comes to the concept of serving versus pleasing, as it was told to me was if you have a friend named Jeff and Jeff comes over to your house and you know that Jeff has struggled with alcohol for most of his adult life and he comes over and you're shooting the shit and you're having a good time together and you go into the kitchen, you grab a glass, you put some ice in it and you pour Jeff's favorite drink and you serve it to him. We might think that it's, it's nice to do that because he's in our home. Maybe we think we have a controlled environment with him there and we're giving him that drink, but in reality, we're not serving him. We're actually pleasing him because if we were serving him, then Jeff would have come over and we would have noticed maybe he's having a hard time and you could tell he's a little on edge. Perhaps you smell alcohol on him when you walked into the door. If these are things that you're paying attention to, then you're very cognizant of wanting to serve and to not please. And what if instead of us serving Jeff a drink, we said, hey, Jeff, I have nothing planned for today and I really want to be a good friend and support you. I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but is there a 12-step program that we can go to? I just want to see what it's like. I've never been to one before and I want to, I want to be there for you as a friend. That is dramatically different in context and yet that shows the value of us serving versus pleasing somebody. I have a kid brother who struggles with alcoholism and for that very reason, we do not serve alcohol whenever we have the family over for family events. And that is this silent way that I have of making sure that I am serving him and not pleasing him because I know that they, all of my, my family, they would love it to have a drink if we served it at family events. But I know that it's unhealthy and I don't want to put myself in an, an unhealthy environment and I don't want to support that. They could do whatever they're going to do on their own. They're going to anyways. But if I can do something as small as that to not contribute or to show that I'm, I'm doing something inadvertently to support them, I think that it's important for us to be able to recognize those small things that we can do. I can't stop him from drinking when he's at home. I can't stop him from drinking and driving, but he has a little device in his vehicle that makes sure that he does, right? Or doesn't, I should say. And it reminded me of pleasing versus serving when it comes to police work. 
Clint, there have been many times where you've shared stories with me about arresting somebody and how volatile the situation was until you apprehended the suspect and then got them into a police vehicle and either on, you know, en route to to jail or after the fact that individual thanked you for arresting them. Yeah. And it's, it's because I wasn't trying to, I never sugarcoated anything. It was just, I was straightforward with them. And, and, and I, I didn't fall into the pleasing mindset. I fell into the serving mindset and I, and I could go over stories and stories of different situations in which, um, I, I did a, a serving type of mindset instead of pleasing. And, and one that's actually coming to mind for me right now is I had a guy get involved in a domestic dispute with his ex-girlfriend that they had a kid together with. And, and this is a long time ago now. And he, he was so frustrated because at the same time, his mom just had a stroke and was in the hospital. And he's just trying to get custody, like do the custody exchange of the kid. And it just turned into a big argument. And she made accusations where knowing the domestic violence laws in our state, we have to take someone to jail on it. And he was the aggressor. So he ended up having to go to jail. And the whole time there, I'm talking to him. I'm not just saying what he wants to hear. I'm I'm explaining him to him the process and explaining just being transparent with what kind of goes on with these types of situations. For this specific incident, like I got him a phone number that he could call to get it figured out to where he could go see his mom still and he got that all worked out. A month later, I run into the same guy again and he was so thankful and and able to provide me with like this this resolution to this whole incident because and it's not it wasn't even about me I shouldn't have said me in the resolution but he had so much resolution after the fact because he had an understanding of the process and what he needed to do and the rest, he was able to go see his mom and, and help his family and, and do all that after the fact that he was so thankful. And all I did was explain a simple process to him. And, and I've had so many instances on it. And I think it's a fear that most people have instead of just taking that time to serve whoever it is that you're arresting and provide them. This is what's going on and be transparent with them. If you don't do that and not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody would be open to it, but a big majority of people, you explain to them that they're going to be happy with the result. And in this traumatic incident, whether they did something wrong or it was over reacted to. Yeah. I am thinking of so many different examples of this because when I managed a pediatric practice, I remember asking my staff whenever the doctor would get behind, as soon as somebody checked in, please let them know that the wait right now is about an hour. And the reason that we did this is because I would much rather these patients be told at the onset and given an opportunity to reschedule if they wanted to versus waiting that 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 plus minutes because it completely changes the context context of us having to wait in a waiting room with a bunch of sick people. And I know that's something that I appreciate as as a patient, as a customer. 
I would rather have somebody serve me in that way instead of please me by all the bullshit smiles and, you know, do you need anything? Because people don't want that. People want a level of respect and to be valued in the way that we value people, especially as a first responder, is by understanding the difference between serving and pleasing. And I think when we know that difference and we understand it, it takes community service and it takes the concept, especially as an officer, it takes the concept of police serving their community to a whole new level. Yeah, it's it's it changes that dynamic substantially. And, and when you do run into those people again, you might not have the same problems that you had the initial time of your first incident and they're going to have a respect. And that's not saying that you need to let your guard down and not protect yourself where necessary, but it's being mindful of just showing that mutual respect and, and telling people all the time just what the process is. It's that simple. Like I know, like Ashley said, like I know for me, if we go to a doctor's appointment or something and they said, yeah, it's going to be like a 45 minute wait. Well, and, and I'm willing to wait. I'm going to wait that time where if I'm sitting there and, and you're just kind of stuck in limbo for 45 minutes and no one said anything to you, you're going to be impatient and restless and get you get upset. Yeah. And on the receiving end of that, it's nice to know, okay, well, I, okay, walking into an environment like that, it's going to be a, a potential wait. If there are other things that you could be doing to better serve yourself with your time while in the midst of waiting for something, instead of like, oh no, I don't want to make that important call because what if they call me up in the next 10 minutes? Whereas if you know that you're going to be stuck on hold with the electric company or whoever it is for a lengthy amount of time, okay, good. Like this is a good use of my time. I can reprioritize what I'm doing instead of not knowing what is coming next and when. And we can actually pull this into our home lives when I'm thinking about the types of meals that I cook, the food that I prepare. I would say about 90% of it is good, healthy, nourishing food. I'm not trying to to please you, Clint, when it comes to the food that I give to you. Even making you spaghetti this week, I felt guilty. I had this beautiful, nice meal ready. And then you call me at the exact time that you do when you're on your way home and you said, Ash, I'm not on my way home. I'm actually staying late. So we had leftover spaghetti because you, you didn't come home to eat it. But for the most part, I try to curate our meals and the things that I make in a way that are serving you and not pleasing you. I want to prepare meals that will make you feel good and that also taste good and that won't just please you and then make us feel like shit physically, but then also mentally later on after eating them. Yeah, and and I know I... I appreciate it so much and like I can have fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy every night and I would be happy. But at the same time, even long term, like my unhealthiness would go beyond anything, anything else that even matters, you know? So, and that's it's <laughs> funny hearing you say that because we've been married for almost 15 years and never once have I made you fried chicken and mashed potatoes. It just sounds good right now. <laughs> We need to eat breakfast. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.